um, the workplace rather is rapidly evolving as is the PM role. And I think project managers today face so many challenges as well as opportunities, but with working with so many of our customers, many of which are PMs of course, I think the, the core challenge is that they're asked to do more with less resources. So now more than ever, you know, they need to use their resources in the most optimal way. Welcome to Manage This, the podcast by project managers for project managers. Every other week, we get together to discuss the things that matter to you as a professional project manager. We want to bring out the best in you, and we do that by picking the brains of some of the best in the business, sharing in their successes, and sometimes learning from their failures. I'm your host, Nick Walker, and with me is the one who guides us in this journey, Bill Yates. And Bill, today we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of some project management tools to hopefully make us more productive and and make our lives a little easier. Yeah, I'm excited about this conversation. Nick, the, the reality is every project manager has a favorite scheduling tool. Project management scheduling is a big deal. It's very important because it's so it's so out there. When you create a schedule, everybody sees it and they kind of judge <laughs> you by it. Yeah. So we've reached out to a number of companies just to have conversations about their software. Liquid Planner is the first to respond. So we're going to talk with them today. Yeah, we're going to talk with Jen Morrissey, the vice president of products at Liquid Planner. This is a cloud-based project management platform. She's passionate about designing and building innovative products that help teams do the work that matters most. She's been a key member of the Liquid Planner team since joining in 2009. From her prior background in project management consulting, Jen brings a clear understanding of the project management space and understands customer needs firsthand. Jen, thank you so much for joining us here on Manage This. For starters, for the benefit of our listeners unfamiliar with Liquid Planner, can you give us a brief description of what it is? Absolutely. Liquid Planner is a project management solution. Uh, it's the only solution on the market that is priority based and that is built to really pull in factors of reality to build accurate schedules for our customers. And how did you get involved in this? So, um, you know, I, I first got started in human resources and I never thought that I would go into tech. Um, I, I started out of school at Starbucks corporate and uh, realized that project management was a calling for me. And I went into project management consulting and project controls consulting. And I spent a lot of time on client sites and saw that, you know, project management solutions out there just weren't adding the value that I thought that they that, that, that they should, um, you know, they, my clients really struggled to keep their plans up to date and to, you know, adapt to change that was inevitable in the marketplace. And ultimately, um, I heard about Charles Siebold and Jason Carlson developing this new different way to manage projects. And I reached out to get coffee and one coffee date turned into <laughs> nine plus years at Liquid Planner. <laughs> so Starbucks coffee, Liquid Planner, I'm kind of seeing a, a Seattle theme here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we should mention that uh, that you are in Seattle, and this is where Liquid Planner is based? Exactly. I'm looking at the Space Needle right now. Tell us a little bit about how this company got started, the history of it, you know, when it was started, by whom, and, and really why? Yeah, that's a great question. So Liquid Planner was founded by two former executives at Expedia, Charles Siebold and Jason Carlson, and they launched the first version of Liquid Planner in 2008. 
And uh, Charles, uh, you know, really founded the the project management organization at Expedia. And he likes to joke that he and his team were running 400 projects simultaneously and that not a single one of them could tell you what had shipped in the last release. <laughs> and, and it, right. <laughs> Which I think is the, the reality with so many. And that it was this total chaos that created the early inspiration for a liquid planner. Uh, but the story definitely goes deeper than that. I think if you were to sit down with them, the way that they would describe it is that during their time at Expedia, they just encountered so many insights that they they couldn't ignore as to what was missing in the project management market. Jen, I saw a, uh, I think it was a quick video that I saw of one of the guys, I can't remember if it was Jason or Charles, but they were describing the number of projects that they were working on. And it was after they had both met at Expedia. I could just see in his face as he described it, that pain is the mother of invention, right? It's like when we have pain on a regular basis, we look for innovation. We look for ways to relieve that. So I can see how, you know, Liquid Planner, much of the, the many of the features that are built into it came out of the, the pain that they experienced when they were just trying to find a tool that would work. Bill, I think that's a, a really great point. I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, when they were working at Expedia, they were surrounded by the best and the brightest people that money could buy. Yet project deadlines were continuously missed and worked, work was constantly overestimated or underestimated. And they, you know, simply couldn't find a place or a way to visualize or even know where time was being spent. And I think it took some time to really accept this reality and, and dig in on project performance. And, uh, you know, ultimately they met Steve McConnell. I don't know. Are you guys familiar with Steve? Uh, tell me more. I want to make sure it's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. So Steve McConnell is the author of Software Estimation. He's yeah. an expert in software engineering and project management. And our founders ultimately studied underneath him. And yeah. after their experience at Expedia, that pain you mentioned, and uh, really learning from Steve McConnell, they realized that single point estimates were were wrong, were not the right way to go. So their first key insight that really led to the early inspirations of our company was that they needed to bring ranged estimation into their project management practice to really capture uncertainty that's inherent in all work. That See, I'm glad you brought that up, and we're going to get to that point in a, in a few minutes. But the, uh, the predictive nature of this scheduling software is something that's unique. And now knowing the influence that, that was behind that, that's intriguing. So we'll talk more about that. Yeah, you know, it's just interesting. You know, they, they looked around and estimation was all around you. What's your commute time going to be? It's probably not going to be 32 minutes. It might be 30 or 40 minutes. Today it might snow. It could be two to four inches of snow. And, you know, estimation just wasn't, it wasn't there in the project management space. You know, sometimes whenever you have a, a, a software or a cloud-based um, utility that you're using, it's only as good as the support team. We've, we've heard great reviews about the support team with uh, Liquid Planner. How do you maintain that uh, you know, and, and give the kind of support that's needed? Yeah, that's one that is very much close to my heart. I spent a lot of my career at Liquid Planner and customer success. And I think the answer to your question is that everyone in customer success, no matter their role, they are product experts and they are also customer obsessed. So we hire for people and, and grow people into a role that are not only focused on every customer interaction and having that be positive, but that also have the chops to learn our tool inside and out so that they're not just answering the question uh, that you have for them, but they're also providing consultative support to make sure that we're getting our customers to full value in the product. Jen, help us understand with this scheduling software, who do you think, who's your typical customer? 
you know, our methodology is so unique and so different that we really don't have a classic segment. Um, You know, if we look at our our industry and we kind of slice our customer base, um, we have a a ton in the manufacturing space, technology, professional services, marketing and advertising. Uh, But it's really about the people doing the work. And we typically see software, hardware teams, research and development and lots of creative folks. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, anyone who is a, a high performing PM or in a, you know, a high performing team that wants to leverage smart planning, uh, that's really who we designed Liquid Planner for. Good. What about size? Does it matter how big the project is or the project team? What's ideal? We support a, a wide variety. So uh, we have large, you know, 10,000 plus employee companies using Liquid Planner as well as small mom and pop shops. So we have short iterative projects being run in Liquid Planner all the way to multi-year complex projects. So, you know, for us, it's not so much about the size. We can scale, but it's really about the team mindset and um, how well they jive with our scheduling methodology. Mm, okay. So trying to it's funny. It's like when I was thinking about, okay, we get to talk to a company that develops project scheduling software. And for project managers, this is pretty personal. You know, I think about the tool belt of the project manager. It's kind of like, you know, Batman had his tool belt. He had his shark repellent hanging on there. <laughs> it was important to him. It was time, you know, it saved him at times. Wonder Woman had her, what is it, the, the lasso of truth? Is that what it was? I, I, I never I watched Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Okay, anyway. I did watch Batman, yeah. <laughs> so... This is the equivalent of that for a PM. The scheduling tool is personal, so it's got to really be a good fit. They're going to rely on it. You know, think of the, the times that you present a schedule to your customer. It's, man, you are out there with it. You know, you're saying, okay, look, we've done our planning, and this is a delivery date. You know, we've fed yep. all the information into our schedule, and here it is. So there's a strong, you really got to rely on that thing. So. I get that it, you know it can be a good fit across all industries, and uh, it's interesting to to hear that as to who it appeals to. We wanted to dig in a little bit deeper and talk about some of the features uh, that uh, are unique to Liquid Planner. And uh, one of the first ones I want to talk about, you mentioned, it's that predictive nature and mm-hmm. uh, the best case, worst case estimates, because this is a unique feature with Liquid Planner. And it really addresses a common pain point uh, in the life of a project manager. Project managers have to ask their resources how long a task is going to take, right? Basic question, sure. Yeah, it's a, when you're building the schedule, you have to get to an end date. When's the project going to be done? Well, all these tasks that fit within that schedule have a begin and end date. They need a duration. So if I go to, let's say I'm the project manager and I go to Nick and I say, how long is this task going to take that you're responsible for? Then, you know, he's going to have questions. So I may be asking, all right, we're doing a office renovation project. And the task is, how long is it going to take to rip out the carpet in this <laughs> office? So you start having questions in your head, Nick? You know? Well, yeah, yeah. When are we going to do it? How many people are going to do it? Uh, how much carpet is there? Um, is there anything unforeseen? Uh, oh, yeah, I glued the carpet down. Up? I glued it down. Yeah, and right, so really, right. You know, yeah. And there's furniture on top of it. <laughs> yeah, so there's all these questions that pop up. And so it starts a really good conversation. But it still get, it gets to a point where it's awkward, where I'm looking at a resource. I'm looking at Nick and I'm saying, I want one number. I want <laughs> one number to put in my scheduling tool and you're not really comfortable giving me one number. So, you know, this capability to give a range of best case, worst case, 
you know, I can see the benefit to that. Jen, speak to that a little bit more. How does this play out? Yeah, it has a huge benefit and human nature. I mean, when, when you ask that question of a resource, you know, we are naturally pessimistic or optimistic and uh, the accuracy of a single point estimate is pretty low. So for us, you know, we, we believe that it is fundamental to have a range of all inputs uh, that go into the schedule in order for teams to, to really operate with reality. And I should probably take a step back. So our best case, worst case ranges. Uh, it's a fundamental of our, our approach, um, but there's really, there's three core factors uh, that go into a scheduling algorithm that runs behind the scenes, completely different from anything on the market. You know, most tools out there have you put in all of your start and finish dates, as you guys were mentioning. They have you put in all of your single point estimates. And then when change occurs, it's really hard to keep all of that up to date. Uh, for us, Liquid Planner has this algorithm that takes into account three core factors. First and foremost, it's that range of uncertainty. It's the, the best case, worst case effort. And then we also take a look at what are your organizational priorities? What priority does this project take over others? Hmm. And the third component is on top of that, you know, how much availability do you actually have to do that home renovation, right? Are you doing one renovation or are you doing 20? Because oftentimes project team members and resources aren't just focused on one project, they're focused on many. So those three factors go into our algorithm and we automatically calculate schedule dates for customers. And this algorithm is actually running simulations and generating statistical calculations to provide not just one finish date, you're gonna finish exactly on March 5th, but it actually gives you a range of schedule dates to really show your best and your worst case outcomes. Mm. There are a couple of benefits too that I see in this, just again, thinking about practically, uh, you know, I'm playing out a scenario with Nick here in the room, but I mean, this goes back to, to projects that, that folks are leading. You know, one, it, Nick and I would engage in a conversation. And now that he knows, okay, I'm going to be able to give Bill two estimates. I don't have to give him one number and kind of twitch as I give it to him. You know, I can tell him best case and worst case. Then that opens up the conversation. Now we're talking more about risks and we're doing some risk planning. And uh, I like that benefit uh, because then, you know, again, it opens up the communication. Now the team members are talking about, okay, here's a pretty tight estimate. The best case, worst case, pretty tight for these tasks. Yep. So I don't see a lot of risk, but for these other ones, there's a good bit of gap. So I, you know, as a PM, I'm kind of pushing into that and going, why is that, Nick? You know, why, what questions have we not gotten answers from the customer on yet? Or what, you know, what are some basic things that are making that uh, gap be wider? So I, I like it that I, I believe by, by having that capability to have two answers instead of one, it's going to open up uh, more risk analysis up front and better communication. But I've got a really basic question for you, Jen. Sure. Um, as I was talking with some of our instructors about this, about Liquid Planner and the ability to, to do both uh, with this estimate, one of the questions that popped up was, okay, what do you do with critical path? So, you know, if I give two estimates on every task or a series of tasks, then, you know, which finish date do I go with for the end of my project? You know, our, our system, it's calculating that series, you know, and range of finishes, right? And expected starts as well, but it's taking the expected. So it's basically taking your 50% likelihood of finishing, and that's what drives it all. And then, of course, all the shared resources to drive that critical path of what impacts, you know, one thing or another in the schedule. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. So it's taking that information and then kind of giving me a range. Okay, given what you've given me for each task, 
here's when I believe the uh, project itself will end. Here's the end of the entire schedule. And here's the uh, range of probability within those dates. Exactly. So the project manager is empowered with the uncertainty and, and knowing what the possibilities, best case and worst case, could ultimately be. But it focuses them in on the expected finish. Right. Jen, would you say this is probably the most innovative part of Liquid Planner, or is there something else? But wait, there's more. <laughs> it is the driver of all the innovations we do. So overall, it's the scheduling insights that we deliver because we have some amazing analytics. Uh, you know, it's not just the scheduling algorithm and the dates, but it's the information that then rolls up into reporting and dashboards. But you're right. The core is absolutely the, the innovative approach to scheduling. Are there other ways that you uh, differentiate yourself from the competition? You know, our crown jewels, if you if you will, um, you know, are absolutely the scheduling methodology, um, but also the integrated tracking and the advanced analytics that that go around it. And because we are the only ones on the market that that do priority based scheduling and, and the range is all in one, we're able to tap into a whole nother level of analytics and reporting. You know, one thing that I've learned here uh, doing these podcasts is that the role of the project manager is constantly evolving. Uh, what do you see the top project management challenges today? And, and how does uh, Liquid Planner play into that in maybe uh, providing some solutions? To your point, the workspace, um, the workplace rather, is rapidly evolving, as is the PM role. And I think project managers today face so many challenges as well as opportunities. But with working with so many of our customers, many of which are PMs, of course, I think the, the core challenge is that they're asked to do more with less resources. So now more than ever, you know, they need to use their resources in the most optimal way. And for us, resource availability and automatic resource leveling is just part of what we do. So our tool is constantly showing project managers what is realistic, given the people that they have to do the work. And, uh, you know, if leadership comes and asks them to take on a whole new project, they just drop that project into Liquid Planner and our algorithm calculates not just the dates for that new project, but it also shows the impact to every other project that exists in the portfolio. I know resource allocation is one of the constant points of pain that I hear when I'm in the classroom and my instructors hear it as well. Being able to, to uh, accurately track the availability of resources and who's assigned to what projects. Even, you know, in some organizations, it's, it's managed at a program level, at a higher level. In some, it's really kind of, you know, each manager's kind of on his own to um, get those resources if they can. So I know resource allocation is a big deal. I imagine that some of the reporting, um, when you talked about some of the, the tracking and reporting that's done, I assume resource allocation is part of that, that uh, is a part of the suite. Absolutely. Uh, full workload reporting, being able to understand where do people spend their time, where are, they, where are they expected to spend time, you know, where are they missing deadlines, where they might need some help, and also, you know, where might we have an open resource that actually has enough time in their day to take on some extra work and, and really level everything out? Mm. Jen, one of the other questions I had about along this line, the kind of the evolution of project management uh, has to do with the single word of agile. Uh, Agile is obviously very hot, so you have many project managers that are dedicated to Agile. Some are dedicated to traditional slash waterfall. Some are hybrid. They're doing a little bit of both, depending on what the customer needs or what the uh, management's looking for. Does Liquid Planner lend itself to Agile and Scrum methods as well? 
It sure does. So even though our scheduling methodology is highly unique, it's surprisingly flexible and conducive to a lot of different styles. So oftentimes, you know, we see multiple departments or multiple teams in a single workspace environment. And, you know, some are, are doing the waterfall approach of your formal work breakdown structure with specific phases you go through. Um, while the other team where perhaps you have shared dependencies is working in a more agile, fluid, uh, iterative manner. So it definitely supports a wide range of methodology in one single environment. And do you, just to dig into that a little bit deeper, do you, like user stories, points, estimation, does the estimation work differently uh, with Agile versus traditional or how does that work? So, you know, we have a lot of functionality around custom fields and, you know, numeric options in the tool to track story points. We, however, right. don't have a formal feature specifically for story points. Gotcha. So our estimates are still our estimates within the application. Yeah, I mean, there's a point, it was funny, you know, I did, did research on Liquid Planner and heard a lot of positives. And of course, there's negative feedback too. But some of the feedback, you read it and you're like, okay, wait a minute, time out. This is a scheduling tool, you know, thinking about what are you using this for? So, you know, there, there are people looking for things that don't really fit, in my mind, with what you look for uh, in a scheduling tool. So I get that. Um, so I want to switch gears a little bit. One of the things that I did is I reached out to uh, our instructors and asked for their feedback on, hey, when you're looking at scheduling tools, what's most important to you? Or, or kind of flip that, what are some common problems that you see? This one came from uh, Margo. And just so, so you know, so we have a, a course that Margo's developed with us. It's on Microsoft Project, you know, another scheduling tool, very big and popular one, obviously. But problems- I may have heard of it. Yeah, yeah, maybe you've heard of it. Exactly. <laughs> maybe in Seattle, you've heard of Microsoft. Um, but here's a common problem that I think everybody faces. She says, uh, one of the most common problems that I see with Microsoft Project is that people have no idea how to develop a real schedule from scratch. So they're unhappy with the outcome of the software. So she says, for example, one of my favorite complaints about Microsoft Project is this. And the person says, I can't enter any actual data because when I do, it changes my whole schedule. And uh, so, you know, Margo got a chuckle with that and she's kind of, um, yeah, that's the point, right? You want to put actual data in to see if you're on schedule or not. So, so I guess my first question for you is, are you able to enter both um, estimates and actuals in Liquid Planner? So, um, you know, one thing that surprises people is that in Liquid Planner, you don't enter in your start to finish states at all. Right. You put those three factors in, right? Your mm -hmm. your priorities, your capacity, and those estimates, and we auto-calculate them for you. Right. Um, but you're absolutely able to track your hard deadline dates and then compare actuals um, to what was planned. So uh, Liquid Planner is, is most powerful when the team is in there tracking their time. And as a, a, a team member, if I go in and I track two hours against my task, it's going to automatically shrink up my remaining effort estimate on that task and shrink up the total estimate remaining on the project to keep it live and up to date. So there's a lot of ways in Liquid Planner to see all the actuals of work that happened and when it happened yeah. versus when it was scheduled to occur. Right. That's good. And so a follow-up question on that, and this is something, again, it doesn't matter what software you have uh, for scheduling. This is something that I hear over and over from, from students is, Okay, but there are times when I've got a customer asking me, all right, well, things changed since a month ago. So can you show me what changed? You know, what impacted the delivery date or something like that? And 
kind of a rookie mistake is, well, you don't have the ability to look back. I forgot to save an old version or I forgot to archive uh, the previous version of a schedule. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I like the fact, so just kind of, you know, with Liquid Planner, I like the fact that the team is entering actuals and the remaining work shrinks and shows actual. That's great. What if the customer comes back and says, yeah, but a month ago, I think it looked differently, didn't it? You know, can I see the delta? How do you do that? Yeah, there's a couple of ways. So you can actually take a baseline a baseline snapshot okay. and see exactly you know what the dates were and what the estimates were on a, a single given day. And then of course you can publish scheduled PDF snapshots and send those out to your clients. Got it. Good. Okay. Um, one other question on this, and it's a broader question. Let's say okay, these are great things to know about Liquid Planner. But let's say I'm a beginner, right? I'm, I'm managing projects building a schedule. Now I'm using Liquid Planner. Okay, Bill's asking some questions and we're getting answers from the expert, Jen. But what about me? You know, so where do people go when they're, they've signed up, they're using Liquid Planner, but they have questions to get answered? Where do they go to get those answered? Yeah, you know, every user type, I would imagine, uses Liquid Planner in a different way, right? So your project manager is looking in the the reports and dashboards and the main project view. But as an end user, as someone who is coming in and contributing to a project, I have very specific views for me, my home, uh, my tasks within the application, an area where I can go in and track my timesheets. And uh, wherever you're interacting, you know, with your tasks in Liquid Planner, you can see all of the details about that task. Anything that your manager or project manager put on that task for information from the very beginning. But there's also integrated commenting and tracking. So I can actually send my manager a question or send the project manager a question to figure out, you know, whatever it is that I need to know in one central location. And that that's a really big pain point that a lot of our customers have is they need one central spot for all things project management related, all the information about their projects. And Jen, that hits on one of the things that I know Liquid Planner really touts is it's collaborative. So that threading, that ability to to keep track of a lot of information related to a specific task or, you know, the history of it, that's uh, that's something worth noting for sure. There's something I want to ask, and, and this, this may seem like a weird comparison, but this is sort of where I've been living the last couple of months, uh, doing my taxes. Uh, you know, tax software has your basic version. It has the premium version, the, the home and business version. Uh, are there different versions for, for different uses uh, of Liquid Planner? That's a great question. So we we have several uh, tiers, if you will, of our of our software. So we have a professional version and an enterprise version. And the professional version has all things scheduling, time tracking, communication, as well as some reporting. And enterprise takes it to the next level. It's for you know larger um, organizations typically that need things like SSO or advanced reporting, expense tracking. So there are two separate versions, um, but you know it's just a matter of, of functionality differences between the two. Good, good. You've, you've got a new CEO, uh, Ted Hogsford. What do you really think of him? <laughs> <laughs> Putting me on the spot. <laughs> right just away. tell us a little bit about him. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Ted just joined us last Friday, actually. And uh, what I'm excited about is that he brings decades of experience of people-focused and values-driven leadership. And I've only been working with him for a couple of days, but so far he really seems to live and breathe that. And 
Uh, he's really excited to learn our product and make sure that we have a quality product and a quality service and that he understands the needs of our customers. So I think he's going to be at a certain level of detail that's really going to help us impact the product and impact our customer base. Right. Nick, I think she's got a future in PR or advertising or something. No doubt about that, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure you won't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> Come you here, Jen. You don't, want to, you don't want to hear that. You know. <laughs> That's right. I've got a question, Jen. Um, what are you excited about in terms of the future of the product? What features do you see on the horizon that you're able to talk about now? Don't want to put you on the spot twice in the same five minutes. That's okay. I know. Two tough questions back to back. <laughs> So as you know, I recently moved over to the product team and I had a feeling you guys might ask that question. And, um, you know, we've been at this for over 10 years now and a decade can be a funny thing. A decade almost always drives some form of reflection on, you know, what's working and, and what's not. And while I can't tell you uh, exactly what we're working on, I can tell you that we are taking the last 10 years of knowledge in the industry and some amazing customer feedback along the way to work on some pretty innovative things. Hmm. Sounds to me like they're looking at a blend of project management and Seattle's best coffee or maybe Starbucks coffee and just coming up with something that'll push productivity to a whole nother level. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you're on caffeine. <laughs> All things are possible. Productivity improvement is definitely definitely yeah. one of the focus points. And Sweet. there is also definitely a lot of coffee here at the Liquid Planner office. I think we all have a couple cups a day. Well, with that in mind, we have a gift for you. And we don't want you to leave without you, you seeing this. This is our Manage This Coffee Mug. And we're going to send you one of these. Uh, I don't know if it will hold a venti uh, latte or not, but, but, but it's going to get close. It's a pretty big mug there. So, uh, so enjoy that. And with our thanks. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I always need a fresh coffee mug. So thank you. <laughs> but before we go, how can folks learn more about Liquid Planner and, uh, and really you know, get in touch with the company and, and uh, you know, have access to the software? Yeah, all they need to do is go to liquidplanner.com and they can download a, a free two-week trial to really get in and explore and see if it's right for them. And if they need any help along the way, we have a lot of people to answer questions for them. Well, Jen, it's been so great having you with us here on Manage This. We so much appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. It was my pleasure. It was great to connect with both of you. And uh, let me know next time you're back in Seattle. Will do. A reminder to our listeners. We know you're always keeping an eye out for ways to earn those credits to renew your project management certifications. The good news is that you just earned some professional development units by listening to this podcast. To claim your free PDUs, go to Velociteach.com and choose Manage This Podcast from the top of the page. Click the button that says Claim PDUs and click through the steps. That's it for us here on Manage This. We hope you'll tune back in on June 4th for our next podcast. In the meantime, we'd love to have you visit us at velociteach.com slash this to subscribe to this podcast, to see a transcript of the show, or to contact us. And you can always tweet us at manage underscore this if you have any questions about our podcasts or about project management certifications in general. We're here for you. That's all for this episode. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, keep calm and manage this.